Hello again, everybody. This is Anala Rabari, and I'm your host for this 38th episode of ShimmyCast. In honor of ShimmyCast's year anniversary, I'm announcing another contest. For every question of the week that you answer on the forum board during the month of June, your name will be entered into a drawing for prizes. And I'll be announcing those prizes on the forum board really soon. Um, I have a stash. I've been stashing prizes for you guys for various contests and everything. And um, so I have to pick out which ones I'm actually going to give away. Um, And you can answer any of the questions that are already posted on the forum board. And, you know, questions that will come up later in the month. Um... And then we'll announce the winner, winners of the contest for the month of June. And then for the month of July, when it comes up, we'll be having another contest. Um, I don't know if it'll be another answer the question of the week. We'll draw your name or what, but we'll have another contest. And in honor of that, I have finally, with the holiday weekend here in the U.S., I have had time to go back and finally post a lot of my answers to those questions and maybe that'll trigger some answers for others of you. So maybe that'll help you out as far as posting some answers. But for now, let's get started with this episode. We have the usual event announcements and answers to the question of the week. I have an interview with Ziva Serpentina who is from Springfield, Missouri, and she taught the American Tribal Style Workshop that I and some of my troop members went to last weekend. And this show is also the debut of a new segment called You'll See It on YouTube. So the music for this week's show is from Abdul Wahib Madadi and Mustafa Ali Jet and Beth. So let's get started with the answers to the question of the week. are some of your favorite musicians yarn dancer from scotland posted i've just got a few hasim ramsey cds and i found that listening to his music has really helped me understand more about middle eastern music in general i have the rhythms of the nile cd and that has helped me learn so much about the different rhythms and tempos of music which in turn has helped me when listening to other music I'm beginning to be able to pick out different rhythms, and I have a better idea of what moves I can do to each one. There are many other musicians, singers out there that I love, but he's my favorite right now because his music is so clear and so beautiful. Great for dancing, too. And I hear you, young dancer. I mean, he's one of my top favorites as well. Um... And you you talked a lot about learning the rhythms and the music of Middle East. And I 
I promise you guys, I really am trying to write an article about understanding Middle Eastern music and rhythms and things. Um, I'm having a difficult time because I do come from a music background. I've taken music classes since I was in elementary school. Um, you know, voice lessons and band lessons. I play the saxophone and percussion instruments. And so it's it's a little hard for me sometimes when I start writing this. I start thinking, whoa, oh my gosh, I'm getting two musician talking and two technical terms on people. And so I have to rein it back and it's taken me a while to try to edit all that. But I am working on it because I know it can be hard to get accustomed to Middle Eastern music. And you're right. I think Hassan Ramsey is like one of the best musicians to help you with that. So thanks for that answer. What body adornment slash art do you like? Lady Discipline posted on the forum board. I love big ornate tribal tattoos like the one Rachel Bryce has. I think they look so exotic stretching and moving on the torso during a tribal performance. For some of the flashier techniques, I like a belly ring. Some think they are trashy, but I think they are adorable and I miss having mine terribly. Keep up the hard work. And I'm right there with you. I think the those tribal tattoos on the stomach look so awesome. Um... I would never do that because, you know, I'm a sissy and I I couldn't sit long enough letting somebody poke me with the needle to do that. Ugh. But I'd, I love looking at them. <laughs> and I don't think belly rings are that trashy. I mean, I think they can be, but I also think a lot of it has to do with what the rest of the outfit looks like. And on most of the belly dancers that I see, especially when they're in costume... I don't think the belly rings look trashy at all. How did you get into belly dance? Yard dancer from Scotland, England, or from Scotland, posted, I moved to a little village and I didn't know anyone except my boyfriend's family who lived nearby. His aunt was already into belly dancing and I think in order to give me something to do one night, he suggested I go with her. Well, that was it. I was hooked. That was two and a half years ago now, and I get more obsessed with dancing every day. I do American tribal style and Bollywood as well now. I've made a lot of friends through belly dancing, which is great. When you live in a village where people can be a bit insular if you're not from the village originally. And I think that is so true. I know a lot of women who I have talked to that have moved in their life from one location to another and they really feel like belly dancing has been the way that they have been able to become a part of their new community. Um, I've just recently made friends with a woman who moved here to Northwest Arkansas from Minneapolis and she belly danced in Minneapolis and was trying to look for a way to make Northwest Arkansas feel more like home and her way of doing that was trying to, you know, find out who the belly dancers were in this area and trying to find a place to take classes that she would enjoy and a troupe that she might join and everything like that. And it can really help you find your way in a community, even if you haven't taken it previously. If you're moving, go find some belly dancing. It's fabulous. 
Okay, what type of reviews would you like? Carmia from Pennsylvania emailed me regarding the DVD reviews. I love them. They are so helpful with explanations and recommendations for the beginner slash intermediate or advanced dancer. I also like to hear about the wide range of videos that are out there and available. Some I may have never known about otherwise. I would love to learn what DVDs people, especially beginners like me, have found most helpful. It's hard for me to get dance instruction from a book, so I don't get into many instructional books on belly dancing. I think I'll learn the moves better by actually seeing them performed. There are many freelance dancers out there who are kind enough to share their tips on YouTube. Maybe people could review some of these on the podcast. <laughs> Thanks. Keep up the great work. It's been such a busy time for me, too. I totally understand about time issues. <laughs> And I just want to thank you for that email. And um, I emailed her back and was like, ah, you guessed what the new segment was going to be um, with her recommendation as far as reviewing things on YouTube. Although I will say this installment, uh, both the reviews are of performance videos and not instructional videos. But um, I imagine we'll get some of those done in time as well. And now your ShimmyCast news. May 31st through June 29th, the Belly Dance Superstars will be having various performances and workshops in Monaco, France, Italy, United Kingdom, Switzerland, and Spain. May 31st through June 29th, Solace's Serpent Kiss Tour will be in the UK, Spain, Germany, Austria, and Poland. June 1st through 2nd, Dance Masters Belly Dancing 2007 featuring Judine, Duna, and Mashikwa, and more in workshops and shows in San Jose, California. June 1st through 3rd, second annual Midwest All-Star Show with Karim Nagi from Turbo Tabula and Sonia of Chicago's Sonia Sulk in Columbus, Ohio. June 1st through 3rd, Bahia and Hot Seminars presents Jazin Jahol and the Heart of Texas Belly Dancing Contest in Austin, Texas. June 1st through 4th, Western Australia Middle Eastern Dance Festival in Perth, Western Australia. June 2nd, Ruby Jazrea presents Dahlia Corelli in Workshop and Show in South Bend, Indiana. June 2nd, Bellahar will be performing at the Austin Belly Dance Convention at the Williamson Conference Center in Austin, Texas. June 2nd through 3rd, John Compton in Kansas City, Missouri. June 5th through the 19th, 2nd Oasis Dance Camp, one-week dance intensive with Cassandra in Marrakech, followed by a week touring Morocco. June 7th through 10th, the 2nd Symposium on Near and Middle Eastern Dance with Morocco on Ahid Sofen. Amel Tafsout, Habiba, Quasleron Dustmuha Medova, Joe Paul Williamson, and Shakira, New London, Connecticut. June 8th through 10th, Isadora Bushkovich 
at the studio in Huntsville, Alabama. June 9th, Diana Mahat Sahin presents a workshop featuring Zingara World Gypsy Dance and Finger Symbol Routine in Binghamton, New York. June 9th through 10th, Belly Dancer USA competition with workshops by Rachel George and Jani Midgili at Stephen Feathers Hotel and Casino Resort in Canyonville, Oregon. June 9th through 10th, Cairo Carnival 2007 with workshops and shows, Arcadia, California. June 9th through 10th, workshops and performance with Melissa Christina and Paramatia and Merrimackville, New South Wales, Australia. June 9th through 10th, Spokane's 2nd Annual Belly Dance Festival in Spokane, Washington. June 9th through 10th, Dance of Colors in Ipswich, Queensland, Australia. June 10th, Club Rakesh presents Night of the Stars in Doncaster, Melbourne, Victoria, Australia. June 16th through 17th, Anka of Barca Mundi is proud to present Living Dance Legend Morocco in workshops and shows, Asheville, North Carolina. June 16th through 17th, X Mead in Las Vegas with Amira and Jahara, an intensive seminar and concert in experimental Middle Eastern dance, Las Vegas, Nevada. June 22nd through 26th, Samara's annual Master Workshop in Middle Eastern Dance plus Grand Gala Performance, June 24th, New York, New York. June 23rd, Tribal Extreme Workshop in Hofla with Zarfra Dance Company in Arbor, Michigan. June 23rd through the 24th, Red Moon Tribe will be performing four shows a day at the second annual White Heart Renaissance Fair. June 24th, Summer Solstice Celebration Workshops with Indigo and Hofla, Boulder, Colorado. June 29th through July 1st, Princess Faharna in four workshops and gala show, Chatham, Ontario, Canada. June 30th, Caravan of Dreams, Shira Ashia and Jana Kilaria in Lincoln, Nebraska. June 30th through July 1st, Red Moon Tribe will be performing four shows a day at the second annual White Heart Renaissance Fair. July 7th through 8th, Red Moon Tribe will be performing four shows a day at the second annual White Heart Renaissance Fair. July 26th through the 27th, Shimmy Fest in Fayetteville, Arkansas, featuring Dahlia Corelli as the workshop instructor. August 2nd, Bellahar will be playing at Casa de Luz in Austin, Texas for the Desert Passion Show. This has been the ShimmyCast News for this week. And as always, you can find more information about all of these events on our forum board. So this week for our review section, we are going to debut our new segment. You'll see it on YouTube. And um, this segment was brought to us by Elena Malente. Uh, she is my YouTube connection. 
I don't, I do so much stuff on the internet and I'm constantly like scouring the internet for belly dance events and using it to research articles and things of that nature. I hardly ever get time to go to YouTube and so Alenia is my, I guess, dealer you'd say. <laughs> she's the one, she's always sending me links of YouTube videos and she's always like, you have to watch this video. So I finally was like, you know, why don't you write a segment for the podcast because you always pick such great videos for people to watch. So I finally convinced her and this is her first installment. So her first pick is a video called Tito and Little Mimo Drum Solo. This video, which runs about six minutes, features dancer Tito Surf. Tito is a famous Egyptian male dancer, and in this clip, he is dancing with his six-year-old nephew, Mimo. I believe this performance is from this past year's The Nile Group show. What caught my eye about this video was the fact that Tito is a male dancer. The world of belly dance has so few men that I was curious to see what he did. This particular clip was amazing to me. Both Tito and Mimo dance on top of tabla drums. The interplay between each other and the audience keeps your attention. The video quality is somewhat fuzzy and the video would have been more enjoyable to watch without the bright lights in the background. But overall, it's very easy to see what is taking place. I am impressed with the expertise needed to move on the drum and still entertain. And you can tell that he has a great relationship with his nephew. I really think that this will be an enjoyable and educational and or eye-opening experience to those who haven't seen male belly dancing before. So be sure to go watch this video when you have time. And her next YouTube selection uh, is of a clip called Belly Dance Odyssey Rocks at Luna Gitina. And she says, Belly Dance Odyssey is out of Santa Cruz, California. This nearly eight-minute video is chocked full of creatively complex group choreography that is outstanding and well-executed. As with most videos on YouTube, the video quality could have been better, and I would have liked a closer filming of the performance to see the moves clearer, although I understand the need for a wider view. I love this video because of the wonderful group choreography and veil work, as well as the way the performers were having a great time with the performance. All of their hard work really shows off. I've taken away some great ideas in making it a more interactive piece for an advanced troupe performance. In all, I just love the playful way they danced and entertained the audience. So those were her two YouTube picks, and we will be posting links to those videos on the forum board to make it a little easier for you guys to find them. Okay, this week's first song is... I beg you, be patient with me as I try to figure out how to pronounce this title. Nagmi Bajikana from Sweet No Bad Girl Folk Music from Afghanistan by Abdul Wahib Madadi. And I found this on IOTA Promonet. 
emails and feedback. So we didn't have any emails or feedback uh, this week that wasn't pertaining to the questions of the week and everything, and that's cool. Um, I know a lot of you have been complimenting us on the Move of the Week segment, and I promise I am working on a new segment, but, you know, you have to pick out the move, and then you, I, the way I do it is I pick out the move, and then I try to write a script for it, and it's like, you know, you only have so much time, because video podcasting is pretty hard to do, and, you know, you only have, like, we actually don't own a digital video camera, so we're using our digital still camera, which means we only have, like, so much time that it will allow us to record in moving pictures. So I'm working with time constraints and then trying to figure out the best way to describe a move within those time constraints. And so I'm, since it's such a time sensitive issue, I try to write out a script as far as what I'm going to say about the move. And that's kind of tougher than you think. I mean... (laughs) It's very easy for me to just go into class and explain a move to people, like, face-to-face, and knowing that class lasts an hour. <laughs> so, you know, if I wanted to, I could take the whole hour explaining one move with them. So, um, it's a bit tricky, but I am working on it, and um, it will be a little bit before it comes out. Um, I was hoping to have um, another bonus episode for you guys, like, next week sometime. But my family is coming up on Saturday. Uh, my parents and my sister and my nephew. Um, my brother-in-law couldn't come up because he's a paramedic, so he couldn't get the time off. Um, but they're, my family's coming up because next week's my 30th birthday. So they're coming to spend the whole week with me. And so I'm going to be busy having fun with my family and having birthday parties and all that kind of stuff. So, sorry, you guys aren't getting a show, a bonus show next week. But I promise I am working on it, and you will get another move of the week really soon. And I will try very hard to get it done fast. So, if anybody has any comments, suggestions, or feedback, um, email us, shimmycast at gmail.com. Post on the forum. You can get to it through shimmycast.blogspot.com. If you have problems with the forum... Email me because I'm the one who takes care of the forum and I'm new at it, but I will try to get it fixed or find out how to get it fixed as fast as I can for you guys. Um, feel free to send audios, vote, leave reviews, yada yada, frapper map. You guys know all this stuff. So let's get on with the show. So this week, in lieu of an article, I have an interview. Um, I was able to take some time at the ATS workshop that I went to, and I interviewed Ziva Serpentina, who taught the workshop. And she wanted me to make sure that all of you understand she normally doesn't sound like she does in this interview. At the time, she was um, fighting some throat issues. Um, She had just been traveling to the Spirit of the Tribes 2007, and then her son graduated, and then she was having allergy problems on top of that. So she didn't quite sound herself, but I think it's a really good interview that you guys will enjoy. 
Okay, now your dance name and your troop name and where you're from. My dance name is Ziva Serpentina. My troop is Red Moon Tribe, and I'm from Springfield, Missouri. And how did you get into belly dancing? I got into belly dance by, I saw a friend who was in the SCA, which is a Society for Creative Anachronism. Um, she was, her persona was a Middle Eastern woman, and she was belly dancing, and I saw her do that. I always wanted to be graceful and beautiful. I was a major tomboy growing up, so I asked her if she'd teach me, and she did. What was your favorite move? Uh, anything with the hips. I just couldn't imagine that she used her hips that way. I was always embarrassed about my hips because I was a tomboy and I had large, I've always had a voluptuous figure, always had lots of hips. So I really enjoyed how she made her hips move. What was a move that was difficult for you to pick up? Uh, all of them at first. <laughs> I had two left feet, so I'd never danced before. What's your favorite music to dance to? Oh, well, this is really funny, but I love heavy metal music, alternative music. My oldest son and I share a love of heavy metal music. and I've danced to Korn, Rob Zombie, Metallica, all that good stuff. Cool. <laughs> who, are some of, who are some of the dancers that you enjoy watching, like either locally or nationally or internationally? My all-time favorites, um, I really love the tribal fusion stuff that's happening now um, with Rachel Bryce, of course. Um, Ariella is one of my all-time favorites. I'm hosting her in September. Um, I also love um, Sarah from East Coast Tribal DVD. And local dancer, all the local dancers I've learned things from have high influences. There's not a lot of tribal in the Midwest, so most of the my favorite dancers and troops, of course, are on the East Coast or the West Coast, but I like anything tribal or tribal related. Yeah. What is your favorite thing about belly dance? Like, what keeps you dancing day after day, year after year? How it makes me feel when I dance. It's very freeing, it's stress relieving, it's how I express myself. I just feel a joy and I actually feel graceful for the first time because I'm mostly a klutz. <laughs> <laughs> What's the most unusual place you've performed at? Uh, we, well, and this was in the beginning of my dance career. I was still a student, and we performed for nuns at a church. Oh, and, wow. Yeah, the nuns loved us. I, I had the biggest compliment. I had barely danced at all. Like I said, I was a brand-new student. I think I just did a few minutes in, in the background. But I had a, a nun. She was the oldest one there. She must have been 100 and 102. She came up and held my hand, and she had a tear in her eyes. and said, thank you, thank you. She said, uh, you were gorgeous. She said, you danced so beautiful. And she said, I love your eyes. Your eyes were very expressive. And she said, thank you. You made my night. And that made me feel so good. But the nuns were a wild crowd, I'm telling you. <laughs> they were. It's always the quiet ones. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's why you got to look out for me, too. <laughs> What's your favorite belly dance costume accessory? Yarn. <laughs> you can do anything with yarn. We use it in our hair, fake dreads. We use it on our belts as fringe. Um, we've made jewelry out of it. We've we put it on everything, make tassels out of it. We do all kinds of things. And there's so many funky yarns out there. And you can tie everything onto it. You can tie, oh, I don't know, metal washers, shells, beads, feathers, everything. What's the one thing you always have to have in your dance bag? Safety pins. <laughs> Belly dancer's best friend. <laughs> What's your favorite prop? Oh, that's a tough one. I love dancing with a sword, but I like dancing with fire, too, even though I don't dance too much with fire. Although this year I'm bound and determined to get a fire scimitar from Fire by Riz so I can finally dance with my two favorite ones, sword and fire, at the same time. What does your family think about 
you belly dancing? Well, my boys love it. My oldest was a little embarrassed at first, but he just graduated from high school, and uh, all of his friends introduce him to other people as, this is John, his mom's a belly dancer. And my youngest two love it, too. And actually, my oldest drums for me. My husband drums for me at the Renaissance Fairs. And my youngest son gets up on stage and dances with me. Also, he does a sword duet with me. My middle son, he's 14. He drums a little bit, but he likes to just hang out. And what about your parents and like some maybe your older family members? Some of my family uh, don't know what to think about it, but I've always been the black sheep of the family, so they're like, oh, okay, she's just off doing what she wants to do again. But my mom actually is very proud, and she really enjoys it, and she loves it. What is the one place you love to go shopping for costume stuff? Oh, any belly dance workshop. <laughs> I just got back from Spirit of the Tribes 2007 in Florida, and that was sheer heaven. It's the largest East Coast um, tribal conference and it had amazing, they were all vendors, they were all geared toward the tribal dancer, and there was, I didn't have enough money, I'll just say it that way, I didn't have enough money, but it was awesome. Okay, barefoot or shoes? Um, almost always barefoot, unless I have to wear shoes, and then I'll wear shoes, very flexible ones. What's the one stereotype you wish you could just erase from people's minds about belly dance? Well, at first I thought it was the, the that belly dance was any kind of hoochie-coo dance or, or any kind of, you know, um, strip tease. But as many classes as I teach, I always ask the women what stereotypes they've heard about belly dance, and that really doesn't come up much anymore. So I think the main stereotype that I really want to continue to bust and that I continue to bust by example is that you have to be a certain size or shape to belly dance. <laughs> it's, it's funny because it's a compliment, but I have lots of women that come up to me after I teach them, and they say, thank you so much for not being the skinny barbie hollywood type because they're i'm showing them that you can be any size and shape and still be graceful when you dance and still have a good time and enjoy it and look good and what's the thing that just really sparks a passion in you about ats as opposed to cabaret well, I did start out cabaret after I learned a little bit from my friend. I actually started going to a cabaret instructor. That's all I could find. In fact, I didn't really know what tribal was back then. But um, what sparks my passion with ATS is the um, sheer joy of creating art on the moment with your sisters in dance. Improv is so powerful when you're doing it in a group setting. Improv solo is great, and it's a lot of fun. It allows a lot of creativity, but it's way more challenging when you have to do it with a group. And when you've been dancing for a while, you create a bond, and that's very special. And it really comes out when you get up as a group and you dance and you respond to the movement. You share leadership, and you try new things, and you laugh, and you dance, and the audience sees it, and they can see the magic, and it's very powerful. Okay, the last question. What is one piece of advice that you would give to a woman who's thinking about belly dance, but she's not quite sure it's for her? Just try it at least once. Actually, you should try it at least twice to make sure that you really like it or don't like it. But just relax. Let all stereotypes fall away and preconceived notions. Just give it a go. And if the first teacher you go to doesn't make you feel com completely comfortable and make you laugh, then try a different teacher or try tapes at home. But whatever you do, try belly dance. I've taken it upon myself, my mission, to introduce every woman I can talk to and see and meet to belly dance and the joys of it, no matter what style it is. Every woman should try it at least once. No, twice. <laughs> okay, I said one more question. Okay. Um, what stuff do you have coming up, events that you'll be at or that you're sponsoring, you know, 
plug yourself. Okay. What's going on? There we go. Okay, well, Redmond Tribe is very excited to be participating in the second annual White Heart Renaissance Fair, and that is um, the dates are June 23rd and 24th, June 30th, July 1st, and July 7th and 8th. Those are Saturday and Sunday weekends, three weekends. We're doing four shows a day. It's this year, 2007. White Heart Renaissance Fair is between Marshfield and Hartville, Missouri. It's about maybe 30 minutes east of Springfield. Um, directions are on our website, redmoontribe.org. Besides that, that's taken up our summer. This fall, we are bringing Ariella back in October, October 20th and 21st, to do a two-day workshop. We had her down last year and loved her. She's an amazing dancer. She'll be teaching four hours of tribal fusion and yoga practice on Saturday. And she has a new DVD out, too, by the way. It's fabulous. And on Sunday, she'll teach two hours of Gothic belly dance stylings. And also, on Sunday afternoon, I'm going to go ahead and round out the weekend and offer two hours of Indian fusion-style belly dance. That's October 20th and 21st in Springfield, Missouri. Cool. Thank you so much for your time and talking to me for our ShimmyCast listeners. You're welcome, and thanks for putting up with me having allergies and a cold and not being able to talk. (laughs) I usually don't sound like this, I promise. So I hope you guys enjoyed that interview. I know it was short. Um, I think I'm going to be going to another one of Ziva's workshops uh, later in October. And so I'm probably going to try to get another interview with her, which if she's listening to this, she'll be like, what? Another one? Oh, dear. But as soon as I listened to that interview, I was like, I should have asked her this and I should have asked her that. So I have a whole new list of questions to ask her. (laughs) So, um, and also in the next, in the coming weeks, you guys are going to be hearing um, some recordings of a roundtable discussion that I had with the rest of my fellow troop members who went with me to this ATS workshop. So you guys are going to hear a roundtable discussion of a bunch of cabaret dancers on what their opinions were and reflections were of going to an American tribal style workshop for the first time, having never done tribal style dance before, as well as just some regular shop talk about, um, I asked him a lot of the past questions of the week and things like that. So those will be coming up in the next couple of shows. But that's it for this week's show. Um, oh, the question of the week. Okay. And, and you know, this is, we're fixing to be into June here. And remember, the contest, every time you answer a question of the week, your name goes in a drawing. So this question is, what is your favorite costume accessory? I know. It's going to be hard to limit it to one. So, you know, you might not necessarily have to limit it to one. <laughs> to answer, you can send an email to shimmycast at gmail.com. Or, better yet, come June 1st, start posting your answers on the forum board that you can get to through shimmycast.blogspot.com so you can be entered into the drawing for prizes. And I will ship anywhere. I mean, you know, I know some of you guys are in Australia, in Canada, in England. I think there was, there's even some listeners in Korea. I will ship it anywhere. If you are willing to make the effort 
to post it on the forum board. Your name's going in the drawing. If, if your name's drawn, I'll ship it there. So, go do it. Finally, it's time for the second music pick of the week. This song is Umar Mari Live, and it is from the CD Glimpse of Kuchi Music, which is a compilation album with the artists of this song, and the artists of this particular song are Mustafa Ali Jat and Beth. I hope you all enjoy, and until next time, this is Anala Rabari saying shimmy on!
again for listening to ShimmyCast. You can leave us feedback at shimmycast at gmail.com and be sure to visit our website and forum at www.shimmycast.blogspot.com. Remember, the opinions expressed are those of the host and the podcast crew. Thanks again.